I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hi, I'm Lewis Carr, host of the Blueprint Connect podcast. The Blueprint Connect podcast is an extension of the Blueprint Men's Summit, where we have consistently given men a prescription to grow, not just for themselves, but also for their families and their communities. During these podcasts, we'll educate and motivate our listeners about entrepreneurship, careers, finance, health and wellness, and even relationships. And today, I have as my special guest, all the way from St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. Fried Mr. Rice. G. Thang, Gary Johnson himself. Come on now. Come all on the now. way from Las Vegas. All the way in Vegas. All day, every day. You know what I mean? All the way. Welcome to Blueprint Connect Podcast, my brother. Hey, Brother Lewis. Brother Lewis. I got to say Brother Lewis because uh, I appreciate you having me. I have been wondering when I was going to uh, 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 be invited to the one and only Blueprint Men's Summit podcast. Do you understand me? You understand me? Because I've been hearing other people been on. I've been like, okay. Well, we had to select the right time yeah. for our in-person host yeah. Come on now, Blueprint Summit. So we had yeah. to select the right time. And then, G thing, you've been traveling all over the country doing your thing. So, you know, we just had to figure out when our schedules could connect yeah. and uh, we could present you to our listening audience. Now, G-Thing, everybody has heard of you. 
Yeah. But they don't know you. They don't know. So we, what we want to do today yeah. is take you all the way back. Come on now. To St. Louis. Come on now. And bring you all the way up to where you are today. Yeah. We I like know that. you've been in sitcoms, you've been in movies, you do stand up. But tell us, how did it start in St. Louis? Not my G thing. I want to make sure. It's St. Louis. It wasn't East St. Louis. It ain't East St. Come on now. It ain't East St. I'm actually scared of East St. myself. You know, I have been over there to a few of the casinos and also a few of the strip clubs. I have been over there because they got the best strip clubs. All East St. They get a bad rep, but East St. got some good things over there. They got really good strip clubs. I'm just going to say that. Really good. And in my strip club days, I don't do strip clubs now. I'm too grown. You know, and I need all my own money. And uh, so I don't have no, you know how you don't have no extra money? You might have extra money. I ain't got no extra. You know, I am now to an age that I put all the stuff I got to pay on a list. Do you hear me? That's where I'm at with my life right now. But it started in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, Back in the day, man, I started off at the Funny Bone. But before the Funny Bone, I had a, a managing job that my friend owned six McDonald's in St. Louis. He was my boy named Ken Nelson. He owned six McDonald's. He sent me, this going to trip people out. He sent me to Chicago to Hamburger University. And I'm sure you know all about this because you do marketing and you know all the big, I went to school to learn how to run McDonald's, how to break down shake machines, how to break down uh, 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 fries, the whole, how to learn how to do all the paperwork to close out shifts. And I, I, I completed that course to run my own McDonald's. And I got to thank Ken Nelson for allowing me. That was my first job at a very young age. Uh, uh, got my first car from there. I didn't know nothing about the comedy thing until we started doing in-house uh, uh, parties and, and, and award shows for McDonald's to give out the best shift mask, uh, 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 shift uh, 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 award, the best person that can be on the grill. And then I started doing stand-up and comedy on there. It wasn't funny. Not yet. No. Matter of fact, I didn't went through a whole lot. Then I transferred for that to opening my own business with my mom. We had a liquor store and a beauty shop. So I was into just the hustle part of trying to make money in St. Louis. So, so gee, things. So sounds like you, you've always had uh, the, the entrepreneur uh, sort of itch. Yes. I had no idea. And clearly did not know that you started your career at Mickey D's. At Mickey D's, man. One of my best jobs. They had insurance. I bought my first car, got my first girlfriend because she knew I had money. How long money. did you work at Mickey D's? I did, I did, uh, I did four, maybe about five years at McDonald's, and he kept transferring me to run different stores uh, for him, uh, which was a beautiful situation. I mean, you know, I, I felt, I felt a part of of a situation, a part of a team and felt in charge. Ain't nothing like that power. Lewis, you understand where I'm coming from. Ain't nothing like the power of a black man in charge of something and some people, you know what I mean? Cause people was actually working for me 
And they looked up to me to, to really facilitate what they needed done. How old were you at that time? Gina? I was like, I was 19. 19? Nine, wow. 19 you were years manager old. And manager at 19, that's why I got to give a shout out to Ken Nelson for allowing that to happen. He saw something in me, you know, that I didn't even see in myself at the particular time. You know what I mean? And so would you say that he was like a waymaker for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's before, and here's the funny part. And that's and this is kind of crazy. And that's before meeting the Will Smiths and the Lewis Cars. That's why that's why it always get paid forward. And that's why people like yourself and other people that see good in me, they just really want to help and support that situation. They really believe in my energy. It's all about the energy and the spirit. So when when you you know, finish your, your McDonald's stint yeah. uh, five, six years. Uh, where did you go from there? I went to, uh, my mama had a clothing store. She had a little store and my mama wasn't making money. She was, she was sewing. She had, she was sewing clothes and, and making robes for pastors trying to, uh, 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 uh make some money, but she had this building and the building it was all that my mama had because we had uh, 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 the house was gone because we had lost the house. So we had to stay in the building that we had our businesses in. So what I did was I came home from college. After I left, I came back home from college and I decided to help my mom, you know, with this particular business. And then I told my mom, I said, mom, how we can make some money, money. Let's turn this clothing store into a beauty shop and we turned it into a beauty shop. We put 15 chairs in there and we started doing curls for 1995. And once me and my mom started putting the, the beauty, the beauticians in the beauty shop, the line was wrapped around the corner. Everybody and their mama wanted to get a curl for 1995. So we started making money. So we started to expand and then we, and, and, and God bless us to buy the liquor store, buy that whole piece of property, the whole nine. And then that's how I started to entrepreneurship of, of just being in business. And I learned all that from my moms, you know? So, so did your stand-up start in, uh, now here come the stand-up, here come the stand-up. So with all of that in the, in the, in the started, I, I'm a foreseer of when situations is good, ready to turn. And I know that the beauty shop industry is getting ready to turn. The Chinese people are getting ready to come and take over the nail industry and the beauty industry. So the black people are getting ready to get moved out. So what I started to do was I started doing stand up at the funny bone. So I'm doing stand up at the funny bone, still not really funny yet. And then Joe Tory, my man, Joe Tory, he, um, uh, did a dare where I go on stage and dare me to be funny. And I wasn't funny. So what I did was I started promoting comedy in St. Louis. So I got with some of the, the big people that run venues in St. Louis. And I just started doing small shows and they turned to big shows. And then the white people was like, how are you getting all these sold out shows? Because I was running, I was selling all the tickets through my beauty shop. So selling all the tickets to the beauty shop and the beauty shop is packed. 
and, 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 and the people wanted to come to the shows. That's how I started doing it. And to this one company named Contemporary, they the ones who put out the Kings of Comedy. They did, they let me have an office and they said I can use all their venues from the Fox Theater to all their venues for free, long as I keep on bringing all these urban black shows to them. And then it got bigger and bigger. So how I moved from St. Louis, because now I'm trying to take it to a whole nother level. I moved to St. Louis and came on out to California. And the only reason why I moved to St. Louis, I moved to California, Louis, is because I wanted to have a Tyler Perry name. I just wanted my name to be so big in St. Louis that it didn't matter who I brought to the shows, they was gonna come out because my name was big enough. That's the only reason I moved out to St. Louis. I moved out of St. Louis to LA. Who would have thought that I would be and took this type of career change and really be engulfed into this whole Hollywood situation? We'll be right back with more of my interview after this quick break. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, G, thing you used to work for uh, this company I'm familiar with called BET. I did. Yes. And what did you do at BET? Let me tell you something, how BET embraced me. I started off doing a TV show called Coming to the Stage. This has started off that whole hosting thing. And uh, uh, Mitch Marchand, who writes for some of the biggest shows, he took a liking to me. And all the Merlin Gills and all of them, they took a liking to me. And they said, gee, we want you to host this segment and on Coming to the Stage. I started doing Coming to the Stage. And then from Coming to the Stage, hosting that, BT hired me to do all of the warm-ups for all of the award shows, from BT to Soul Train to Image Awards. It was nobody that they wanted to use to do the warm-up for those shows but me. So I got in good with the whole network, and they just embraced me until I got a little bit too big to do those particular type of situations. And then once, once I couldn't do the Image Awards, and now... I'm kind of got a little career now. So I start hosting these big tours and then that springboard to hosting the big tour. But before the tours, I used to work for Tom Joyner. Tom hired me to be on the radio in LA, you know. And, and, and what were you doing with Tom? Tom wanted to, to springboard. He was just now new in LA and he wanted, and he hired three comedians to do the morning show with him in LA. So we would go out on the road and early in the morning, we had our little kits in the whole nine that was live right with Tom Joyner. And we are broadcast from different locations. And I will be like his man on the street in, 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 in LA form. And it was a beautiful thing. Cause I was doing that. I was doing Tom Joyner. I was shooting a show on ABC called In Case of Emergency, and I was shooting 24 episodes of Punk. So when you say people know me, but they don't know me because I've done all of this body of work, but a lot of people didn't know because I didn't get, I didn't get the notoriety or the big presence of the whole situation to get that whole viral moment. You know what I mean? So, so, Gene, th- throughout your career, you've been around some of the biggest names in entertainment and, and, and sports. And I mean, not just casually, but yeah. intimately. You've, yeah. you've got to know them. Yeah. So this is the, the Blueprint Connect podcast. I like what, that. What is the commonality, G, that you found from all of these successful people? What is that one thing? that all of them have, whether it is number 44 or whether it is um, some of the biggest uh, athletes in the country, whether they are actors or actresses, Mm -hmm. what is the thing that you found that they all sort of have in common? I think that the ones that I have met of uh, are really focus and they have a spirit around them that gravitates to the world. Uh, when I met, when I met, when I played golf with president Obama, uh, his energy and his spirit was so captivating, captivating. I was just, I stared at him the whole time we playing golf. And I mean, I'm, we, you know, you can't stare at nobody while you're playing golf. 
And, and so I'm out there playing golf. Uh, Ray Allen was out there. Alonzo Mourning was out there. The whole, the, the people that run Nike, they was all out there. And that spirit that President Obama had, and just for him to, to talk to him, he's aware, being aware and being conscious of your people was amazing to me. When I hung out with Oprah, uh, uh, it was just something just to be around that kind of, spirit that she you can tell why some of these people are are rich and why so many people love them you know what i mean you know and so that was kind of the spirit that i had even with me hanging out you know i used to go up to eddie murphy house like every day you know before the pandemic i would go up to eddie house and bowl but eddie was like i he loved my spirit you know, he loved my energy and my spirit because he thought that, you know, the reason why you're up here because you super funny. So to be around that kind of energy, it rubs off. And they always say, if you get on, G, pass it on. So that's always been my thing to try to get on so I can pass it on. So, so G, you, you said they had a great spirit. Yeah. What else did they have? What, what did the spirit lead them to do that's different than what most people do. I, you know, the difference is the dedication of the craft that they possess. Mm. You know, these cats dedicate a, a particular uh, 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 God-given talent, whether it's speaking, whether it's comedy, whether it's acting, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's something that they possess that God gave them. And you can tell it's a God-given gift is the reason why so many people are, are gravitating towards their energy, which made them a such a success. And that what I always wanted to be around. It's this Jewish guy. He told me, he said, he said, gee, connect yourself with people with resources and you will always work. And I, and I, I took that and this was happening. This came to me years ago. And with that type of energy and with that kind of, with that kind of knowledge, I said, I'm going to get around I'm going to get around the Lewis Cars and the Will Smiths and I'm going to get around all those people and, and I'm going to let them see my talent. I'm going to let them see that my spirit and my energy and that I'm a, a good person because it started with being a good person. Because if you, people like that, 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 that got those kind of spirits, no bad energy people as well, you know? So I try to have my energy right around everybody, you know? So, so G thing, you, you've hosted, uh, the Blueprint Summit, several yes. years. So you've had, you know, the opportunity to to meet whether they were doctors, lawyers, yes. entrepreneurs, celebrities, All athletes during that yeah. time. And in the same moment, to meet people who were basically searching for the formula to get to the next level. Absolutely. How have you been able to balance that in one room at the same time. How about that? So the way I balanced that situation, it started by the person that's in charge of that situation trusted me. And ain't nothing like the person in charge of that situation trusting you. That way you are loosen up. I'm loose. I'm free. And he trusts what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? Because the person know who they hired. See, it's only when you don't know who you are that you have to start, you know, you fishing and it don't come off authentic. So how I balance it being in a room with all those doctors and those celebrities and those powerful people that 
own buildings. I ain't talking about own, you know, a house or two. These people own buildings that I met at the Blueprint Summit. It was a beautiful situation to be around that type of energy. Even they, even when they walked in the room and sat on the couch, you know, when a person sit on the couch and cross his legs, you know he got a couple of dollars in the bank. People who don't cross their legs, they ain't got that much money in the bank. When you sit down and cross your legs and your suits ain't tight while you sitting, that means you don't have a store-bought suit. Your suit has been tailor-made to fit to sit. You, let me say, tailor-made to fit to sit. Boy, you can use that too, boy. Tailor-made you know it is, because that's how your suits fit you. When you're sitting down, you can cross your legs and talk to the people. I can't wait till I get a suit, because when I sit down, I'm moving. I'm, I'm, I'm here with it. I'm Want the angle to be good. You know what I mean? So, so, so G, I know, uh, and, and it's my conference, I've learned a lot uh, at the Blueprint Summit. Yeah. Tell the audience what G thing has learned. Well, one summit. thing, what I learned from the summit is that it's a lot of black people not playing around in this game. I learned that, it, it, you know, the imagery that they put on black men ain't true. And if they was to come to the Blueprint Marine Summit, they would see that. There's a lot of black men out here trying to help other black men get on. And I always say, what comes from the heart reaches the heart. My mama told me, if you close your hand like this, nothing can get in, but also nothing can get out. And what I learned at the Blueprint Men's Summit, that those people was willing to share information to help you be able to provide for your family. And that's the knowledge that I took from when all the times that I did the Blueprint Men's Summit. You know, I was I was seeking the knowledge from people on how to buy homes, how to use it if you don't have good credit, how to make sure that you go to the doctor regularly to get checked out, how to make sure that you can spend your money properly and don't be buying stupid stuff. Those are the situations and things that I learned uh, from from perform from being a part of the Blueprint Men's Summit. We'll be right back with more of my interview after this quick break. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have a, one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, G-Thing, you know, one of the most insightful speakers we've had has been Hill Harper. Huh. And uh, I, 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 I know you remember when I looked at his bio, and yeah. I saw all them degrees that I thought the bio was wrong. Right. That part right there. Come on now. And and Hill got on stage and said the reason he had all of that education is that it gave him options. Ooh. Let's say that again, because that's a powerful situation to say and to be a to to possess options. You know, you and, you, you know. And, and, and this whole talk was about give yourself the opportunity to have options. How about that? I know how it impacted me. How did it impact you personally? And, and did the, you do anything different after you heard that? Here's here the funny part with me, because I already knew kind of how he or Harper operated. I already knew who he went to school with. I already knew how smart he was. That's why he played on shows that he played a doctor or a lawyer. You know, you, you know, you got to know some of that vernacular for real in order to get when you even get those scripts. So I was already familiar with Hill. I used to go to all his benefits and all his celebrity situation. So I was looking forward to hanging out with Hill on that kind of note. What I took from Hill Harper is that that young cat was not playing even as a kid. You know, this is something that was embedded in him a long time ago. This ain't something that he just stumbled across. This cat was searched. He was meant to, for destiny a long time ago. And as a young man, still, still to this day, he's educating people. Now, somebody who don't get enough recognition is Hill. He don't get enough recognition for all of the philanthropist stuff that he done done for, for the community, for black people, for women, the whole nine. So what I took from Hill is I got to get my shit together. <laughs> I got I to step my game up. You want to know why you don't get them kind of you don't date them type of women? You got to you got to you got to step your game up. You know what I mean? And that's what I learned from Hill. I got, you know, I got to be more more and more responsible and 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 really get my life more in those type of areas that I want to be in. 
you know. Got it. So you're in Vegas right now, uh, G-Thing. What what are you doing in Vegas? I'm performing. I'm at this comedy club called Wise Guys. So I've been here since Tuesday. Uh, I got another show tonight and another one tomorrow. Uh, Then I go back to L.A. I've been out on the road since October 1st. I've been out hosting this thing called the Millennial Tour. Uh, And that's with Bow Wow, Abarion, uh, Ashanti, Yin Yang Twins, Lloyd, Sammy, uh, a whole bunch of eight acts that was on the tour. And uh, it was been a big, big, huge tour. The tour made about maybe about thirty seven million dollars. It was up for awards. And this is the third year that I didn't host this millennial tour. So I've been out on the road since then. Since the pandemic, you know, is still out there, but it, it, the states and the cities are open up. So I've been out on the road. So now I'm about to do another tour where I get to dress up and dress my age because I haven't been dressing my age out here with these young people. I've been uh, you got to you got to watch this. Your, your dress, though, you know, because you can dress too young and them young people start looking at you like they daddy. Like, oh, my God, my daddy. My daddy got that outfit. Like, oh my God, I don't, you never want to hear those words from a, from a young chick. Oh my God, you look like my uncle. Those words you do not want to hear come out of a young woman's mouth. So I'm so glad that I could put on some, some, I got on some, some plaid pants today. You know what I mean? That's, I'm getting more to, to, to dress it the way I used to dress. You know, my age, I always say dress your age. You know what I mean? So I'm getting grown. I'm getting grown. And so I'm out here on the road, man. You know, so 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 do you think we're heading into 22? Where can we find you in 22? What you got on the uh, calendar in 22? I'm writing a new TV show. Me and my man, Billy Kyle Evans, we revising this TV show that I did called Grown Folks. We rewriting it right now. We're going to make it younger and older at the same time, because now the whole world is getting younger. So, you know, you got to you got to play the game. So I'm writing that. I'm about to go back out on tour and I'm doing some things with Netflix that I'm about to, you know, I'm working on uh, shooting my own comedy special. So that's why I'm doing all these comedy dates so I can get that, that, that hit where the people were like, Oh, that's dude. Cause you know, when the pandemic hit Lewis, you know, it, it really messed my fame up, you know, because I got to wear a mask. I thought I was kind of famous, but now you got a mask on. I don't got recognizable eyes. And, 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 you know, it just really, it really hurt me. You know what I mean? You know, I was doing zoom shows, you know, you know how hard it is to try to get your, your, your mortgage up on zoom shows. You know what I mean? And I'm doing a zoom show. I'm trying to give them all my thing, Lewis. And there's a dude on camera six, he washing dishes. I'm like, put the pot down. I'm trying to give you, I'm trying to give you everything. You know what I mean? But so, Thank God that the country is back open. You know what I mean? Well, that's great, man. Uh, we thank you for being here today, G Thing. It's always yeah. a privilege to talk to you. And uh, while you're doing them shows now, uh, stay safe out there. You know, we got a new variant out there. I already so, know. You know, be safe, my brother. Hey, hey, you you know the whole the whole variant thing, you know me, I I wear the mask, the gloves, I got the wipes constantly. Uh, uh, it's a lot of praying, Lewis, 
you know, you can be as safe as possible if you don't. But if you ain't taking God with you and then you got to burn these devils and these spirits in high and low places. But, yeah, I'm 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 doing my best to do what I got to do to to be able to do something the next day. All right. So what we learned today, G, you started at Mickey D's. Come on now. You and your mama were entrepreneurs early in the game. Booty shop, liquor store. Yeah. And you took that management talent all the way to the West Coast. Come on now. Now you're managing your own career. Yeah, man. Trying Trying to strive. I want to get an office with some wood oak walls. Once you see me with an office with some wood oak walls, I have made it. Lewis. I will probably be having an assistant call you. You know how you call when you have all these big names on your podcast and the Blueprint Men Summit? You got to go through some people. Lewis, you call me directly. You know what I mean? And then sometimes you tell me you got to call me back. So I want to get to a point where I'm I'm putting people on hold. Like, hold on. Hey, uh, tell them I'm going to get right back with them. Hey, I ain't at that yet. I'm taking all calls. You know what I mean? The doors of the church is open. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you, Lewis. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.